You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Please gloriously take your seats for a moment. Amen. 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 If I were somebody sitting down there, I'll begin to check. I'll begin to check, check, check the things that are falling off. I'll begin to check. If I were you, I would not be able to wait for tomorrow. I would just be in a hurry so that I would dash down to that doctor who gave me that report. So that he will see that the report he gave me, because it is not the report of the Lord, it cannot stand. Hallelujah. We must be intentional about these things. You see, the move of God is in a moment. It's a moment. When you capture the moment, learn to seize the moment. Learn to seize the moment. Learn to seize the moment. Amen. Sometimes when we come to stand here, we don't plan to do certain things. A lot of times we don't plan to do certain things. You've had a resident pastor tell you that several times. We don't plan to do certain things. You've had a bishop who tell you certain several times, this is what I prepared, but the Lord put it aside. You don't, you know, we don't plan to do certain things, but when it comes, be quick and sensitive enough to recognize the move of God and just dive into it. Praise the Lord. Those days we used to sing the song, the, the cloud of glory is moving. Let us move with the cloud, move with the cloud. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, I want to talk briefly by the leave of the bishop. I give glory to God for that opportunity. By the leave of the bishop, I want to talk to us about the wisdom of first fruits. The wisdom. The wisdom. The wisdom of first fruits. There's something that I've been observing and been discovering about this God. For many years now, I have watched and I've realized that this God does not do anything just for the sake of doing it. Are you getting me? God doesn't do anything just for the sake of doing it. You know why? He does not have to do anything to prove to you that he is God. He is God, whether you believe it or not, whether you accept it or not, whether you know it or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, He is God. You're not believing, no, you're not accepting, you're not acknowledging, will not change the fact that He is God. He said, Behold, I am the Lord, I change not. He, 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 he is from everlasting to everlasting. He is the beginning and the end. The first and the last. And then he feels the in between. <laughs> if he let all in all. He is at the beginning, he is at the end. And he is right there even in the empty space. So 
So God really doesn't have to do anything to prove that he is God. But it is to your own advantage to agree and accept that he is God. Hallelujah. So when God talks about anything, when God asks us to do anything, there is a wisdom in that instruction. There is a wisdom behind everything that God asks us to do. Whatever God talks to us about, there's a wisdom behind it. And guess what? The wisdom in any instruction of God inures to our benefit, not, not his. What would you add to God to make him more godder than he is? No, what, what, what can you add to make him more godder? Or to make him goddess. Really nothing. Rather he adds to you. He adds value to you because he is value. He enlarges you because he is enlargement personified. He empowers you because he is power. Not he has power. He is power. He anoints you because he is the anointing. So what actually happens when the anointing of God comes upon a man is that God has robbed himself on the person. He has smeared himself on you. So everything that God asks us to do, there is a wisdom in it. And it is wisdom for us to search for that wisdom and to apply it to our lives. Amen. Praise the Lord. What at all is first fruits? I think the name is self-explanatory. The name is self-defining. First, the one that comes before others. PSA. The first. The one that opens the thing up. So your firstborn is the one that opens the matrix. Said. And for a man, he said, this is the first fruit of the strength of my loins. For the farmers, your first harvest in every planting season. Hallelujah. For salaried workers, your first salary when you started working and your first salary every year and every month, anything, anything you like, in the first salary for, if you are a salary worker, maybe uh, monthly, 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 you are taking this in. So, for example, January like this is your first salary for the year 2024. It's your first fruit. Praise the Lord. So the first of everything, the first, what precedes the others, 
what shows up before any other thing shows up. You are doing a business. You started a business. The first profit you made. Hallelujah. A lot of times we joke with some of these things. I'll never forget we were at uh, Tema Community 5 and uh, our son, the resident pastor, uh, got a job and I remember very well and it's not the first time he was doing that. He decided that the, his first three months salary was not his own. You know, well, that is why when you don't know the story of people, yesterday my church finance management lecturer was saying, don't be quick to judge people until you hear their stories, and it's very true. You see, you sit down there, you are wagging, wagging your, your tongue and squeezing your nose and, you know, disturbing yourself, talking through your nose when we don't know what they are doing. It's not everybody that steals your money. In this ministry, your pastors don't steal your money. Praise the Lord. We don't steal your money. None of us is taking a salary. Otherwise, we'll tell you to start paying us. Praise the Lord. Check the stories of the people before you begin to condemn the glory that you are seeing upon them. Not everyone who makes it or made it, made it through crookish means. The fact that there is counterfeit is proof that there is original. Oh, I remember first three months salary he received. He didn't touch it. He came, knelt before his father, whom you all know he calls his priest. And presented it to him. Praise the Lord. I remember one of the times he presented that it was by the car. You remember that? It was by the car. But we're about going to the office. Amen. So the first of everything, whatever you are doing, what 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 are you saying by the first fruit? You see, the first fruit makes a statement. Remember what God said in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. He said, And thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to make wealth. For a man receives nothing except it is given unto him from above. A man receives nothing. No increase can come to you if the Lord has not released increase upon you. So when the Lord commanded the children of Israel to bring their first fruits, in Deuteronomy, when they presented it, they were supposed to recite something. Say they gathered and then they present. What were they reciting? Oh, this was how we were. Then you were the one that brought us. When we entered into the land and this and that happened and you fought our enemies, they are reciting the acts of God, the interventions of God, acknowledging that God is indeed their source. 
So what you are doing by presenting the first fruit unto the Lord is telling God that you are my source. I acknowledge that. If God has not first of all blessed, there's no way you could be blessed. You are a blessing because God has blessed you. Amen. You are a blessing because God has blessed you. You are lifted because God has lifted you. Have you not heard that promotion doesn't come from the north, the south, or the west? But promotion rather comes from the Lord. So that promotion that you just got at your place of work is not because you, you were so good at your job. Not because you are the best. But because God had marked you for promotion. And once God has marked you for promotion, there's nothing that the world can do about it. Your bosses may not like your face. They cannot withhold it. Because it will be like fire in their bosom. You don't sit about upon the blessing of a child of God. Except you want to die before your time. Praise the Lord. So that promotion that you have received... Something has been added to your salary. That is your first fruit. Oh. It's your first fruit. Oh. Because the promotion came with an increment of salary. It came with other benefits. So the first salary you take in that new position, that thing is your first fruit. Praise the Lord. A lot of times there are those of us who genuinely don't understand these things, but there are those who understand and who also pretend not to understand when it is time to do it. As the promotion came, as the extra income is coming in, you had God opened other streams of income for you. As they are coming in, you are busy calculating how you travel next summer to Dubai. And to go and buy. And from there you move to, uh, there, there's this place that's hot these days for couples going on honeymoon. I don't know. I don't know what about the Maldives. I don't know. I don't know what about the, there's something about the Maldives. It's like everybody is going to the Maldives. <laughs> you have calculated all the, the shoes and bags and what you buy and all that and all that. But you are forgetting the source. What preparation? What arrangement? What have you put aside? For the one who gave you the power to make the wealth. Many of us go to God when we need something, but once we get it, then we forget Him. We say God will understand. He doesn't understand like that, oh. He doesn't understand like that. Stop that thing. Tell your neighbor, stop that thing. He doesn't understand like that. God made them understand like that. Praise the Lord. Amen. What is, the, what is the thing about the first fruit? What is, what is this thing about? What is the thing that we, should, that we should understand about it? You see, the thing to understand about the first fruit is that it, it has directly, you know, it, it does deal directly with the love you say you have for God. You are the one that, you know, stood in front of me. I love you, Lord. 
Amen. Where is God in your life? Where is God in your calculations? You have looked at your wardrobe and seen all the things that you don't have. Have you also looked at your work with God and seen all the things that you have not done? Even when he talks to you, you pretend not to hear. Where is your first fruit of souls for him this year? Because Paul made reference to some people. He said, these are our first fruits. They were the ones that first received what we went to preach. So they are first fruits from this place. Where is your first fruit of souls to the Lord this, this year? The offering that you have been given since 19 Kokoro. As we say in Ninja. The offering you've been given since 19 Kokoro is the one you are still giving today. Are you not being a liar? You see what you are saying? You are saying that God has not done anything for you. God has not blessed you. God has not changed your levels. Yet, years back, you are not dressing the way you are dressing today. Just like one year back, you don't look the way you look today. And yet you say God has not done anything for you. How ungrateful can we get? People of God. How ungrateful. How quickly we can forget where we were and then God had to go and take us and bring us. How soon have you forgotten that in your family when they were doing calculations they didn't count you? But today, no matter is concluded without you. How can you forget? So that is why the Lord says in Proverbs chapter 3, we read verse 9 and he said, he said, bring what? All the what? Bring all the what? It's a scripture we all should know very well. Proverbs chapter 3, 9 and 10. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What is the first word there? What is the first word there? Praise the Lord. How many of us remember Pastor Richard's teaching about honoring our parents? How many of us remember the teaching I did on honoring our leaders? What does it mean to honor? God said, honor me with everything you have and with the first fruits of all your income. Honor me. Acknowledge me as your source. Worship me. Give me reverence. Give me the pride of place. I ask you again, where is God in your life? Where have you placed him? The story is told about this man. According to the story, Jesus had come visiting his house and he was living in his, you know, duplex. And then when Jesus entered, he said, oh, 
Jesus, how honored I am to have you in my house. Oh, oh, so wonderful. How can the Lord, ow, oh, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I have given you the best room here downstairs. Jesus, this is your room, please. Everything is in it. Just enjoy it. Oh, Jesus, I'm so glad you are in my house today. And then, in the night, say in the night. Then the thief, you know the thief? Was behind the door. And Bros, host, Bros, host was sleeping upstairs. Thinking that because Jesus was in his house and was occupying the best room downstairs, Jesus should go and see who. You know, that's the kind of knocking. It's not on the door, it's on your body. It's on your affairs, on your health, on your finances, on your mind. That knock was not on the door. It was on your life, on your destiny. And he felt, Jesus has one room in my house, so Jesus should deal with that thing. And so when Jesus was not responding, he came down, he opened the door, and the thief was there. As soon as he opened the door, the thief came, why? You know, there's that kind of slap that you give that will make you go like this. Praise the Lord. You know that's how to treat the devil around you. But you see, for you to be able to treat the devil like that, how much room have you given to the Lord? So the devil gave him papa. I said, Jesus, how can you be? And the devil will not be like that. You should not come to save me. Jesus said, No, you gave me a room, I'm in my room. <laughs> so he kept on. And then he said, okay, you have all the ground floor. The same thing happened. He said, Abba, Lord, Abba. He said, no, it's where you gave me. That's where I am, oh. Then the guy finally understood. He said, okay, the entire house is yours. Take over. So I shall go out as a four times. You know now, the thief came again. This time around, guess who opened the door? He opened the door. He said, ah, I miss my road. Wrong address. I didn't know. Now you day here, I didn't know. I thought my customer was here. You will not be a customer to the devil. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you. Let it show. All God that is asking about is wants you to just give him the pride of let him come be first in your life. Be first in your considerations. Be first in everything. That's all God wants. And he showed us the way. He gave his best. So your first fruit is not just your first. It is your best. Tell the person sitting next to you that your first fruit is your best. It's not just your first. And because it is a love thing, even if it is not beautiful, you can decide to make it beautiful. You see, it's a choice you have. So maybe the first fruit is not looking best. Make it best. You know what I mean. Do something to it. God gave us his best. Jesus died though. 
he died oh he really died oh he truly truly died oh it was not acting no the blood he spilled was not a, 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 a cinematography blood oh amen he truly died he spilled his blood but guess what he became the first fruits from the dead and today we have life because of that and today death has no power over us because of that it's the first fruits from the dead and death can no longer hold us captive because death could not hold him captive this year nothing will die around you nothing would die in your hands hallelujah there is nothing that God asks us to do that he has not first of all done nothing he asks you to do asks me to do that he has not done first he said give he first of all gave he said love he first of all loved us in fact while we were yet sinners he loved us enough to give his only and his best. People of God, God is interested in continuity. God is interested in longevity. When God said, give me your first fruits, it's because when you give your first fruits to him, then if the rest is sanctified by him, The devil cannot mess around your property. He cannot mess with your finances. Because once you consecrate the first fruit unto him, then the rest is also consecrated. It is all about consecration, people. It's all about giving God the pride of place. God told the children of Israel to bring the first fruits always. He said, bring them to the house of the Lord. When you look at Exodus 23, when you look at Exodus 26, you see it there. 34, it is there. Bring the first fruits. He said, bring them to the house of, bring them where? To the house of God. And in another place, he said, gather them together, put them and present, put them in a basket. Gather them together. So you don't offer first fruits, biara, biara, any howly. No. You don't do it any howly. Eh? God, you say I should give you my first fruit, so I brought it to you. God, take home. Take one. Take two. Take three. He said, gather them, put them in baskets, arrange them, package it well. Because it is an honor unto God, so it must be dignifying. Just to buy one small envelope, cry, you can't. And then you come, you come to church, they come, you ask for envelope, they, they, they don't have to give you. So it's one used envelope, somebody, the thing is squeezed and how I hate that thing. 
you ask my PA, she'll tell you. If I say I need the envelope, you bring the envelope and the thing is not. It's leprous. Take it back. I always have envelopes in my bag. Praise the Lord. You see, God deserves nothing but the finest, the best. Ah, can't you see what the devil is doing? Who, do, who is the devil going for? You think the devil like war war thing? Even Satan does not like ugly things. Now God can't like ugly things. He goes for the best. Why do you think he's after you? You are God's best. Glory to God. Glory to God. Say with me, I give God my first, my best, not the rest. God is too good to have your remnants. He's been too faithful to you to give him dregs. He loves you too much for you to give him leftovers. After you have done all that you need to do, and then the one that is remaining, Ah, God, you saw my heart. You know, you know that I, I, I really wanted to give. You know, God, you, you, my, you know, you understand now. But the way things happen, you, oh, God, you know, don't worry. Oh, trust me, trust me. Now, don't worry. Next month, ah, but God, you'll see me. Ah, God, you'll see me. Oh, God, you'll see me. Hmm. Hmm. My church finance management the, uh, lecturer yesterday said, he said, somebody there, you, say you are struggling with paying tight over 2,000 in Ghana City's salary. You couldn't give God 200. You are struggling with that one. You are negotiating every day. But you are busy praying, God, let my salary jump to 10,000. Let it jump to 10,000. You've not given him 200. Is it 1,000 you'll, you'll give him? You, you, you think God, God, God is a fool? Are you more businessman than God is? God loves you, but he's not stupid. You can't give him 200. He should give you 10,000. So that, how can he give you 1,000? This time around, you won't even see your brake lights. Praise the Lord. In this amount of consecration, it is only proper that we will also consecrate our finances to him. And your first fruit will make sense when you yourself, you are a first fruit unto him. How do you become a first fruit unto him? You are on the altar of dedication all the time. Altar of consecration all the time. Lord, I live for no one else and nothing else but you. the whole of me Lord everything about me Lord this is me Romans chapter 12 I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you offer yourselves your bodies unto him as a living sacrifice which is your reasonable service 
So as we are consecrating ourselves, let's consecrate our substance also unto him. Then when you sleep at night, you will sleep. Because the one that neither sleeps nor slumbers is watching. How can the two of you stay awake at the same time? Why? <laughs> I've told you here before what happened one, one day at the feast day. I was going to lock the gates in the night. And then as I was just, you know, going to lock the gate, I was just thinking of well, listen, the Lord just said, look up. I said, ah, which one will this again? When he said, look up. You see, when God told Abraham, he said to look, to walk through the land, and as far as his eyes could see. Did you think that he took a physical walk through the land? Did you think that he used his physical eyes to look? How far could his physical eyes go? But when God draws your attention to look, it's not your physical eyes. It's calling to the eyes of your spirit. Deep calls unto the deep. It's talking about the eyes of your spirit. And when God tells you, look, then it's asking that your spirit, draw your spirit's attention, gather yourself and look, and then you, that is the only time that you'll be able to see spiritual things. For spiritual things cannot be carnally discerned. They can only be spiritually discerned. So when he said, look, I knew he was going to show him something. So it's not just two, uh, these two eyes. I lifted up my, my head and I looked, and indeed, I saw with the eyes of my spirit, this giant of an angel that is just floating over my roof with a drawn, drawn out sword. A giant of an angel floating on my roof top with a drawn out sword. Guess what I did? I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm God's girl. <laughs> Come on now. I'm covered. Hallelujah. When we move to our new place, I said, Shabby, you come with us, man, to take position. So, people of God, let me tell you something. I may sound abnormal to you, but seriously, I don't consider, I don't give thought to certain things. I don't think that, say, that time it happened, that was then, no. That was then. It cannot happen again. So, I don't give thought, say, hey, there's somebody will break into my house. No. Are you, where are you breaking in from? is impregnable impregnable heavily saturated it is by understanding there is the Lord so please as we prepare to give our first fruits have this in your mind that what you are bringing is supposed to honor God Giving is an act of worship. I'm not attempting to double into the resident pastor's regions. But we've heard him say severally. Giving is an act of, that's why you don't give anyhow. Go through the Bible, you see. Everyone that is taking an offering to the Lord has a certain attitude, has a certain posture, has a certain, you know, swag about it. You don't just carry the offering. <laughs> 
Yeah, go there. We are going to give to the Lord. So, I am. And then you get there and it doesn't. Hey, you don't do that. So you ask yourself the question as you prepare. Number one, what I am bringing to God, is it something that honors God? Is it an honor unto God? Is my first fruit indeed an honor unto God or I have pinched from it? You say you are borrowing from God. How about God, just borrow me this one. Let me just pinch this one. Do you know that there are people, no matter how much money they have in their, in their, in their purses, in their bags, in their pockets, in their wallets, they will still take somebody's money. They say, That was why the prophet told, uh, you know, David, that he told him, he said, look, Nathan, I think Nathan, told him, he said, ah, gave him a parable. Say a man there, he has just one. And then the king has plenty. And yet he went and picked the one of that. And David said, Kai, who did that? Who did that? He must be killed at once. He must be this. That's Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the time to say, Lord, there, there cannot be me without you. You are the center of my existence. You are everything. All of me, Lord, and nothing of me. All of me to you. Nothing else. Every name must disappear. Every name must fade away. Everything must fade away. Whatever it is I've been putting my confidence on, Lord, forgive me. The arm of flesh will not do. Thank you, Jesus, because you are my all. In the name of Jesus. I feel you should rise up on your feet at this point. I feel you should rise up on your feet at this point. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember... But God loves you.